recording now. Hi. Hey, Adam. You're uh, you're like in week three of quarantine. How's that going? It's it's crazy. It's weird. Is it week three or week two? Or I forget. Uh, I think this is my third week. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Strange times, man. Strange times. I actually fixed a truck uh, for the first. I didn't. I've been ignoring this truck for a year, just driving it broken, and it's all fixed now. <laughs> Well, uh, right. at least you have some extra time on your hands. Yeah, I mean, business has slowed down a little bit. We're still working a bit, but uh, sales have slowed down, so we're kind of spreading out what we have, and customers don't always want people to come and do things. And when they do, they're like, okay, I'm going to leave a key here. Uh, I'm going to go drive around. Uh, you fix the house. The check will be on the stairs. <laughs> so, Keep it simple. All right. Yeah, it's been a weird time, man. Uh, I'm heading to the north side of Chicago right now, and I just drove through the city, and I never stopped once, and I didn't even go below, like, 55 or 60, which has never, ever been a thing in my life. On, so. on Fridays, that's, like, unprecedented. Yeah, so, like, it's it, it should take me two hours to get home from where I'm going to be at, like, on a Friday at 5 o'clock. It's probably going to take me 40 minutes, so. Uh, so maybe we can record another show tonight. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Uh, right now we're recording and I'm on speakerphone and you're recording into uh, one of the other mics that we don't, normally don't use. Uh, but yeah, just to try to get a quick show out for Friday. Um, Abe's been fixing cars. Uh, Sucks. How'd that go? Sucks. Sucks so much. <laughs> Abe's uh, the best mechanic because he gets he gets so mad and it, and it entertains me. He's my favorite mechanic. No, it's it's the worst. Like... I, I have friends that are good at this, and I usually call them and complain when I'm having trouble. Uh, right. I, I have friends that are good, and I can, like, I can do it probably more than a layperson, but that doesn't mean that I'm good at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. working on cars does kind of blow sometimes when it's not your fun car. Well, yeah, especially because the, the fun car is probably limited on the amount of rust and salt that it's had on it. Um, yeah. The, I, I'm... I was trying to replace ball joints on Ashley's Subaru and uh, thought of suicide seemed like the best option. It's only 2014. How can it be so bad? Uh, so first, uh, I started on the driver's side and there's a pinch bolt. And in, in the Subarus, the, uh, the large end of the ball joint goes into the knuckle and right. the uh, the bolt side actually goes into the control arm. And yep. so to free the ball joint, first you have to release the pinch bolt, which is seized, definitely. Like almost universally it's seized. So I this started to use, I started to, yeah. uh, to try and break loose the first one. And uh, well, the, the pinch bolt broke almost immediately, which sucks. Um, so I decided I was going to go to the other side of the car to do the ball joint on the passenger side. And I said, well, uh, I've got a map gas torch. Maybe I can just hit the, the spot with uh, map gas for a little bit, warm it up and get the pinch bolt to come out. Right. I, I was able to do that successfully. However, uh, I didn't shield the, uh, the, the drive shaft boot well enough and I burned it. So that sucks. You burned uh, it enough. You said like stuff was falling out of it. So oh yeah, it for sure. Melt. <laughs> yeah, it melted it. Um, okay, so now I'm now I'm definitely stuck, and uh, yeah. so I have to replace or or fix the the boot there, and I still have to get the uh, the ball joint out, 
and I, I swear to God, I put uh, a, a, a whole jack handle on one side to get the ball joint to break loose from the control arm. The jack handle uh, that's like four foot long with all of my body weight, and I could not get it to come loose. That's a stuck one. So uh, two days ago, uh, I called my friend Adam, uh, who lives in Ohio and listens to the show. Hi, Adam. Um, what I should do in this case. And he's like, well, my wife has one of these cars, and uh, you should never try and do it on your own, ever. It's always <laughs> worth it to take it to somebody. Always, and huh? It's always worth it. And he's like, I just did yeah. it for my wife. Uh, in this case, what we did was just replace the knuckles first thing because it's really? faster. And so he's like, you're going to have to go on eBay and you're going to have to find some knuckles and it's going to be more expensive than you want. But it's the only guaranteed way to get this job done, especially in the predicament you're in now. So, so crazy. Uh, I had to take Ashley to work at 7 a.m. this morning. She's an essential employee. Um, uh-huh. And she just got her new work schedule for the next month. Uh, she's working 36 hours a week, but they're paying her for 40, which is nice. But they've, they've adjusted her schedule such that every staff member has to take uh, one 12-hour shift anytime, one 12-hour shift overnight, and one 12-hour shift on the weekend every week for at least the next four weeks. So what does she actually do at a hospital? Because I don't think we've ever talked about that, Ashley, on the podcast. Well, at, at the moment, what she's doing is nursing support, which is just like being almost just like being a laborer in the hospital, just doing odd jobs and whatever needs to be done to make sure the hospital right. continues to run because her physical therapy, uh, therapy clinic is closed down. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of days ago, she was checking temperatures and wristbanding visitors at the hospital. Um, right. and yesterday she was driving stuff around in a golf cart inside and like just, just stuff. Yeah. Just people to do things. Huh? Pretty much. Yeah. Gotta so, have people. So, uh, yeah, I'll be driving her to work at least uh, for the next probably week or so until those uh, knuckles arrive and I have the capacity to fix them. Oh, so you didn't, you were going to take it to a shop. You didn't end up doing that. No, I didn't because uh, they would have needed to buy knuckles anyway. So I was just like in a place where I had to do something. So does, do the new knuckles come with wheel bearings then? Yes, they do. So I, yeah. I went on to eBay and I bought some knuckles and they come with wheel bearings. They come with kind of everything. Everything is just basically dressed. So you just chuck right. the whole thing back in. Okay. That's not the worst idea. But, uh, man, working on the, on, the, on the daily driver, the appliance car is my least favorite thing in the whole world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, um, when we had the Evo, it was nice uh, if something did happen where in the, like in an emergency, if we needed another car while one was down being worked on, it was not a big deal right. at the moment. I only have two cars. And so like, if I start a job, it doesn't matter when it is. We, we need that vehicle. And so now it's just a pain in the ass. Does it, Ashley doesn't drive stick. Does she, she doesn't. Oh man. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, so so in the past you could drive your Jeep or your pickup truck before that, but like uh not wanna doesn't wanna steer the old Honda, huh? No, no, it's uh it sucks. So it could be worse. You, at least you could hang out with your wife a little bit, take her take her to work. Yeah, and uh and she um she only works she will only work three days a week now, which means I only have to run her there three times a week for the next month. And it's not so bad. our guidance at work is that uh we're expected 
we're expecting to come back uh, into the office on like the 13th. But given the way things are going, I, I don't even think that that's like realistic at all. They just canceled uh, uh, my wife's, the rest of my wife's school year. So Sarah and I'm in there in Indiana, I uh, just crossed the border. Um, so yeah, the rest of this school year, they'll be home. So who knows what that means for the rest of Indiana. But, right. Um, yeah, strange times. Very strange. Indeed. I hope, uh, I hope all the listeners are getting through it okay. Um, for a couple of days there, I thought like I was going to be home a lot. And I thought, well, I guess I'll just like start making podcasts or something. And it turns out uh, people are wrecking their houses and breaking things. So we're doing a lot of repair, which uh, which is good, I guess. But uh, bills are bills are going to pile up because we're not we're not selling big jobs or anything. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah, it's weird. Um, you know, for the last four months, we've been pretty consistent on being able to release shows twice a week. And right. I've been sitting at home for the last two or three weeks, and it's been it feels like it's been more difficult to find time to record. I think part of that, like, uh, part of that for me is my wife wants to hang out, uh, when I get home because she's been hanging out with Emma and like kind of losing her mind. Uh, she's, she's a bit anxious and like, she wants to just kind of chill on the couch and watch a show or go for bike rides or whatever. Um, so yeah, she's, she's demanded a little bit more of my time than like a regular, because like during your regular school year, um, she'll be grading a lot of papers and stuff like that. But now everything is like totally changed. Uh, and right now she's on spring break uh, or what it would have been spring break. But, uh, so she doesn't have anything to do at night. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of changed everything in her life. Uh, and she wants to uh, she wants to have a little bit of normal. So when I come home, it's it's got to be dad time. You know, I got to I got to act like a husband. <laughs> but, uh yeah, and then I've been uh, I've been exhausted because like we're actually working like crazy, uh, which is good, I guess. But uh, work has changed. But hopefully, we can keep paying our bills and stuff. But, um, my biggest stress right now is like like the whole what do we do with our grid life season? Unfortunately, because um, there's so many unknowns. But uh, yeah, uh, it's strange. Word. Yeah, very strange. So. I did, fix, I did finish fixing my truck for the most part. I almost have AC working finally in the Cummins swap. Uh, it's never worked, even though like I built the whole lines and everything. Like I welded up lines based off the factory forward lines. I made a mount for the factory forward compressor, so it's like hooked up as factory. And we charged it like seven years ago. Um, and it actually held the charge for seven years. I just never used it because I had never hooked up the tack. Uh, and it turns out I'm missing a plug, uh, the high pressure switch. I, I never plugged it in. <laughs> so I got to do a little bit of wiring. Uh, and I think I, I finished hooking up the tack, uh, for the first time and now my truck has a tack. So I know what RPMs I'm cruising at, which is kind of rad. But, That's gotta be pretty uh, exciting. Yeah, it's cool. It looks like a real truck on the dashboard now. <laughs> I bet, I bet that really gets you revved up. Uh, that's a bad pun, man. Right there, my friend. <laughs> Pretty bad. Pretty gross. But, uh, and uh, and I'm just about uh, just I, I just pulled the like the factory pedal box out of my Civic because I had finished hooking up the floor mount pedal box like fully. I had, I did a hydro clutch conversion. Uh, finished building a, a pull type slave cylinder and uh, yeah, I'm trying to knock projects out. Uh, so yeah, the, the the RV is next, and hopefully the RV is. A working RV uh, soon. The 
the, the throttle cable's fixed, and now I need to do a whole floor and just start working on the RV and finishing up details, you know? Like, uh, what, what, did, uh, what did Jason tell us? What size or what heaters do we need to buy? Uh, like some 1,500-watt heaters. But my solution to that is to is to not drive in the cold if I can help it. <laughs> I don't know that that's a decision we get to make. No, I don't know. We might... Uh, we might be going, might be going places in the wintertime next year. We'll see. Uh, although when we were driving home and it was like twenty-five and thirty degrees, it was like pretty nice in the bus. Yeah, um, yeah, no complaints. But when it was negative seven, not so much. So. Yeah, the, uh, huh? the the drive home was marred by, um, well, inconsistent power delivery. Yeah, uh, throttle doing weird things and stuff. So yeah, the the. The, the bus I pulled it out for the first time the other day and took it uh, took it for a quick spin and now it now it drives again so I, I ended up using a, a telex cable which uh, is designed for a boat like like a boat throttle um, and it seems like uh, a lot of people do use that for, like long throttle runs but it's basically like a, like a real glorified giant version of a throttle cable like I ordered a 40 footer I should probably when I get some bucks, I should probably reorder like a 35-footer because right now I have a loop in the middle that has to like go in a circle underneath because it's a, a little bit too long. Um, but I wanted to be conservative and see if it would even work, and it was an off-the-shelf size. Uh, the the 35-foot that I thought about ordering was like a six-week wait or something. So, um, But it works, and it, the bus can move, so that's a plus. Um, we, uh, we, we, we did put out a little while ago a couple weeks ago that we would love to give free plugs for uh for businesses and listeners and stuff like that uh you got any of those things handy we had a a bunch of responses i got at least one so uh i got a note from joe hannah of asf machine uh let me tell you a little bit about asf machine uh they're a colorado-based subaru engine specialist shop with in-house machining manufacturing service and dynamometer calibration uh their niches include the venerably failing flat four EJ engine platform, weird old SVX EG 33, and a sprinkling of the uh, European occasional S54 thrown in for flavor. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at ASF Machine. And also they've got a YouTube channel and their website is asfmachine.com. Their shop's open for service uh, uh, and all makes engine machining or open for Subaru service and all makes of engine machining. Um, the guys are working with no contact. You can drop keys or parts at the door. He's in quarantine and is still symptom free. So, uh, go check those guys out. I, I got another one here that, uh, uh, it's from, have you ever seen those, those Miata bikini tops? Uh, that, uh, this is, this is one of the dudes that makes them Gene uh, from GJR racing. Uh, if you Google bikini top Miata, like they're actually rad looking. Like they're, uh, yeah, they look super rad. So uh, his website uh, is gjrracing.com, uh, and uh, he makes bikini top for uh, NA and NB. Uh, he's a uh, he's also converting to make face masks and stuff like that right now because uh, sales have slowed down. So. Check out gjrracing.com. Those things are, they're really cool looking. If you're at a computer, quick Google it. Uh, 
bikini top Miatas. They look super cool. Why don't you add fetish to the end and safe search off just to see where that goes? <laughs> yeah, that might, that might be a fun one. <laughs> uh, we also want to um, shout out to Apex Pro, who is spending some time doing a bunch of data analysis webinars. Uh, you should check out the Apex Pro or Apex. Yeah, it's Apex Pro Facebook page. Uh, Andrew has been doing some um, both paid and unpaid webinars for, for data analysis. And you should definitely support those guys because we think they're awesome. Um, and also, uh, we'd like to remind everyone that if you need parts for your European vehicle, FCP Euro is still shipping stuff out. Uh, they're still... Uh, offering 100% like warranty on everything they sell. And we think those guys are red. Yeah, the uh, uh, the buddies over at FCP Euro, are, they're bored not being able to go to racetracks also, uh, but uh, always putting out good, uh, they've got a ton of cool videos uh, and uh, a lot of good content there. So if you're bored, go check out some of their stuff. Uh, and those TCR cars, like every time I see them, like, uh, I'm, I'm more drawn to the wide body box flare look. Like I really wish I could do that look to my civic, no but kidding. I just don't have the time and money. They look so good. How awesome <laughs> would it be? Uh, or would a, a Honda type R TCR body kit look out in grid lifetime attack? Uh, it's, uh, it's sort of like similar to Ryan Kristoff's G, G, uh, GTL car that raced at, uh, one or two rounds last year. Um, but yeah, the box flare look, man, it's so good. It's just so cool. Uh, I'm scrolling through my, uh, through my, a lot of people have uh, been messaging me on Facebook messenger and it kind of disappears. I know I'm missing somebody, uh, about the, uh, the plugs. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So if I missed you, shoot me a, shoot me a, shoot us an email. That's a little easier to not get lost. Um, but, uh, we also want to plug nine lives racing, check out their products. Uh, some really cool aero products I, have you seen their new splitter stuff that they're doing for me yeah it's very cool so they're doing, yeah, they're doing um, like it's so cool it's so cool looking too well and and they've got carbon wings now carbon wings right so that's pretty right. exciting yeah the uh, the splitters that they they recess it, you know they, they basically mill out a bunch of material in the in the middle to uh, to give it a little bit of rigidity also by having some vertical edges but also to reduce weight uh, cool coatings on them and stuff. Uh, and a low price point. So really, really cool uh, offerings for the Miata track community. So uh, ninelivesracing.com. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit uh, kind of blown away by some of the uh, the people that reached out over the last, I mean, it's been a lot of listeners reaching out over the past couple of weeks to just ask how, how uh, I'm holding up and how Grid Life is holding up and the day job and all that stuff. So uh, if there's anything coming out of this crap that is a plus, it's just like, uh, realizing how cool the community around us is. Uh, so really appreciate people's concern and just reaching out and saying hello. Um, we did, uh, uh, we did start putting up or we haven't put it up in track tune, but, uh, they started putting out shows, uh, the time of attackers buddies. James uh, yeah, they, Chris. they pinged me last night. I need to put up uh, a, a link to their stuff and we're going to start putting content out on track tuned in a, for time with attackers in a, in a manner similar to the way we do it with slip angles. So you'll find new yep. posts and hopefully some, some write-ups and content from them as they continue to develop these insane cars. Yeah. At, uh, I listen, I just listened to their first show back. So it's cool to hear, hear them ch chatting again. It seems like they're playing with the anchor app to try to make it a little easier for them. So, yeah. And so, uh, um, he, he pinged me last night and asked that I could put it up on track tuned, which is something I need to do today. 
uh, but then said, yeah, we recorded our first show and we've recorded four more since then. So they're, yeah, they're getting at it. I think yeah. he's got like four or five lined up. Too, yeah. So. And I think barrier to entry is really just, you know, key to making sure that these podcasts that we all really enjoy listening to just get, get actually put out. Yeah. Uh, I, I recorded a show yesterday, not for us, but, uh, uh, for Ross Bentley, he's starting up uh, the Speed Secrets show again. Good. So he's he's taking he's taking about three or four months off. Um, so I just recorded with him yesterday. Hopefully, uh, he always uses Skype and uh, he captures the recorded call of the uh, of the guest. Uh, but I knew I was going to be driving through farm fields yesterday, so I recorded myself with uh, with my H5 recorder. Uh, and so <laughs> he might have to do a little bit more editing. <laughs> Well, I think one of the things that's difficult uh, with us is uh, my internet connection at my house is very good. Your internet connection at your house is less less good, and when you're out and about, uh, it's it's even worse than that. So doing a Skype yeah, call in, would be tricky. I'm, I'm in a weird position internet wise. Like my house is at like the end of the canal of internet, and like <laughs> it's uh, it's literally like at the end of a pole, like the run. Uh, is uh, it, I'm the last guy to get it, and the the provider says that like that's part of the reason the speeds are a little low. Uh, and right now, obviously, the entire world is using the internet. Um, and uh, my cell phone, it's like you know I'm I'm everywhere uh, with work. So if we're recording like this, like I, I I just pulled over to make sure I didn't drop you, and because I don't want to get lost, I'm in I'm in a neighborhood I'm never at, but. Um, yeah, cell phone is hit or miss right now, especially everybody's everybody's on the freaking TikTok and surfing the interwebs. So, his TikTok but, uh, videos are silly. They're so silly. I don't understand the appeal, but I don't understand a lot about. Uh, I think time is like rapidly. I'm sliding headlong into being an old person. <laughs> <laughs> so, time is passing me by rapidly. I don't get the. Uh, I, I actually have been contemplating getting rid of Facebook because it seems like such a cesspool and it doesn't offer me any joy in my life anymore. Um, you say that, that and then like so. you get messages from a bunch of people and everyone's happy and well, I know, but I'll keep messenger, but like maybe I should just delete the app again. It's been off my phone and on my phone. I don't know. Usually I put, I put it back on my phone, like near event season. Uh, but, uh, maybe I'll just get rid of it. It doesn't provide me any love and any joy. It just makes me sad because everybody's talking about, uh, negativity negativity right now and complaining about things so uh yeah anyway um what uh what's your timeline for fixing the uh, the wife car you think you can get that stuff done in the next week uh i think the knuckles are scheduled to get here next week and okay. if i can make time to do it uh, i've been told that getting the knuckle out is probably one of the easier jobs on the front end so okay. uh, as long as i can free the knuckle from the control arm the rest should be kind of easy so you're going to have to do a whole alignment then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to re, uh, recenter everything. And... Do you have toe plates and stuff or no? This segment's been brought to you by Quick Trick Alignment Solutions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Right. And I, I'll probably be able to get it close. But there are a couple of places, uh, tire discounters in my area, offers right. like, you know, multi-year unlimited alignment options that aren't right. that expensive. And so I'll probably just get it like laser aligned because it seems like a better use of time. Right. That's probably true. 
Yeah, that's my plan. Uh, yeah. We're in the middle of also like all of the food in my pantry is on my kitchen table because we're building um, like built in uh, bookcase style pantry closet yeah. space. And so Ashley was outside yesterday, like sanding and painting all of these plywood sections so that uh, in a few days I'll be able to just use a Craig jig and put all those up quickly. So she's in like yeah. mega nesting mode and it's, it's hard to not spend time doing that. No, you got to do the chores. Do you get all the basement flooring and stuff done? Or? Flooring's in. I've got to put quarter round in. Um, bathroom in the basement. The toilet is on, but the tile yeah. is not perfectly level enough. So the toilet wobbles more than I'd like. And so... I had to break quarantine last week and go out and buy some toilet shims and some other hardware and right. it just sucks. Uh, yeah, Tiling is hard, sucks. man. You, you Tiling like, is the worst. You, you just kept telling me, oh yeah, it's fine. You'll just do it. It'll be easy. And like doing it, it is easy. That's right. But doing a good job is hard. Well, I didn't say it would be easy. I said you could do it and I've done it and it's not terrible, but it does suck. Like it, uh, it also sucks like paying the tile guy $1,000 per project. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bathroom in the basement was like 45 square feet. And the quote we got having done all the demo and prep already, his quote was $2,200. And I was like, nah, dude, that's, that's was that not with material. Uh, no, we had the material already. That seems really high. Yeah, well, that's why we didn't do it, but maybe he just didn't want to do it. <laughs> I think that's probably what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the basement bathroom, the tile we had were like uh, much smaller. They were probably uh, one square foot ish. So like four inches by 15 inches or something tiles, which I think made the job especially difficult because there were way more cuts and way more like uh, spots to grout. The base or the, the bathroom we're doing upstairs, we're using tiles that are like two square feet, which means right. more flat surface for the toilet and things to sit. So, uh, there are there are tile shims that um, that you can or tile there are things that you can uh, get to like adjust the level on the tile too. So if you have, we bought those too. Uh, okay, you bought the fancy ones. Yep. <laughs> yeah, use those upstairs, right? That's all we know how to do is uh, be fancy. Yeah, fancy people. Uh, but you're my fancy people. I love it. My entire basement is covered with sawdust. So uh, on the front of these like uh, shelving bookcase things. I'm putting a piece of trim that'll just like uh, hide any irregularity in plywood. Right, and right. Uh, my dad had brought uh, some like really, really nice straight pieces of like a grade maple. And right. uh, I'm going to use those for those trim pieces, but they're three inches wide and that's too much. So I'm trying yeah. to use a, a low end table saw to rip them down into like one inch strips. Uh, yeah. And even that is a pain in the ass because my entire basement is covered in sawdust. Why don't you put it? Why don't you do it outside? <laughs> it's been cold and rainy and shit. Uh, you have a sweet car garage, man. It's full of shit. I know. Oh, Abe, ripping sawdust in your basement. Well, like, at least you put like a. Uh, at least it's not carpet anymore. Yeah, so. that's true. My life is yeah. in shambles, so. Uh, you'll figure it out, man. You're uh, you're a hardworking boy. Um, the any uh, any future plans for the uh, for the Civic? You got. You got any parts coming for that, or is that in full full hold mode right now? Uh, I'm in among cars. I'm in like full hold mode across the board. I want to uh, 
I want to make sure we weather any any possible recession and job uncertainty that anyone has. Uh, right. And once that's done, I think I think the approach that makes the most sense is uh, the Civic has like one hundred and twenty five thousand miles on it, and I'm yeah. presumably that's the original clutch. So when that needs to be changed is kind of when it makes sense to just do everything. Or you just change the clutch and you keep driving it. That's the other option. Well, that just costs 200 bucks. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It seems to be holding fine though, right? Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't slip at all. I mean, it's God dang, that's a good car. Like I just love it cars. so much. I know they're, they're solid cars, man. Um, Pete Lindbergh, uh, shout out to one of our first Patreon uh, subscribers. Uh, he has uh, he has a Civic of the same generation, and he bought it for like two thousand bucks because it had like two hundred fifty thousand miles, and it was just like you know, just literally the grossest one. He, he called it hazmat, like that's the nickname for the car because the inside was so gross. Uh, and uh, he's been like restoring it and doing mods. I think he just bolted in a roll bar and stuff, uh, prepping it for one lap of America. He was signed up this year, but now he's going to try to go next year, obviously, uh, cause that, that event got postponed. Um, but, uh, yeah, he did, he loves that car and it's like, it, his has like double the miles yours has on it. Uh, and they're just solid, solid cars. Well, and so. it's just so simple. Yeah. And it's it, like a simple, like it's, it's like one of the last, uh, like semi-modern, but like super basic, uh, uh, cars, you know, like it, it doesn't have too much to worry about. Like you can fix it yourself. Uh, and, but it also isn't old, you know, yeah. um, they're cool cars. It's, it certainly doesn't feel old. My, I mean, my car is 13 years old at this point and it's like, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine at some point, yeah. like the paint's going to go to crap and like things will be bad. But at the moment it's like, it's fine. Just run it. Do you, do you park it outside at work or no? Uh, at work. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is kind of garage at home, but, uh, yeah, it's going to get baked in the sun if you ever go back to real work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, um, but it's cheap and it's fun. So drive it, man. No payments. No payment. Life is a fun life. It's true. Yeah. Um, we've been, uh, we've been sequestering money for a few months. I had like set money aside for a car payment if we uh, were going to need it soon because like minivan life might be happening. But at the moment, that money has just been put into the savings account being like, well, uh, this is for the when shit goes down money. Yeah, if you need to pay the bills for a few months, right? Um, I, I, I mean, I think this hopefully this whole situation clears up a little bit and loosens up a little bit and and maybe we get back to semi-normal life and maybe with a little bit more like precautions and distancing in person. But like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't love any of this. Uh, but luckily we're all kind of in the, the same crap together. Hopefully, hopefully we, hopefully you come out of it with, uh, with the gig still. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to, trying to hedge my bets and do some things, but, uh, I'd yeah. applied for a, another position, uh, within my company, and I just had a, a meeting right before this call with the hiring manager. And uh, he he uh, was basically like, yeah, the job's going to stay open for a little bit because we can't really interview any candidates. And I was like, yeah, makes sense. So. Uh -huh. Well, you got things happening. You're smart, dude. Yeah, we'll see. Um, my, uh, before we go, my last thing that I'm going to do to my, my red car, uh, my race car, is uh, 
next time I can cash a paycheck, which I think I can cash one today, uh, I'm going to go to the currency exchange and hand the ladies uh, some money, and I'm going to put a, a license plate on it. Cause, uh, oh, cause boy. I need, some, I need something to do, <laughs> and I'm going to go drive it. <laughs> so, that, that's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That should be uh, – hopefully next week I can do a little bit of – there's a couple of cool roads near me. It's not There's not that much, but there's a couple of cool roads that I just need to go – I need to go do something, so hopefully I can drive the car a little bit and not not be broken down on the side of the road. But uh, I think it'll help shake the car out a little bit for its first actual track use too. But probably a good idea. Uh, with, with, and you you have a lot more brake feel now than you used to, right? That's fixed. Yeah, I, I actually locked up the brakes uh, the first time I drove it around the block, which was you know I, I was kind of surprised. The pedal is a little longer than I thought uh, than I wanted it to be. But it's better than it was before because the spoon calipers have smaller uh, pistons. Um, but I think I'm going to go up a size in master cylinder, um, and then uh, and then really really try to bleed the car like an awkward, a different angle and like just uh, I bought a motive power bleeder a while back. Maybe I'll I gotta make an adapter for the uh, for the master cylinders and I'm gonna try to use that. But uh, I really want to make sure I have all the air out of the system too. So. I might do one more round of bleeding. It, it feels like there's air in the system still, but it does lock them up, which is something it couldn't even do last year. So that's a big step up. So. That's pretty exciting. Uh, and it can lock them up on a cold pads, cold race pads too. So uh, when the pads warm up, they should theoretically have uh, even better grip, which is cool. So, um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I think we did a Friday show, and maybe uh, I'll ping you when I'm on the way home. See so if you want to talk about some more things. Maybe we can call somebody else and, and do a. A three-way? Do a, a, yeah, do a three-way guest call or something. But, that uh, sounds like I hope, it sound, I hope it sounds okay through the uh, speakerphone. I tried it with Matt Busby the other day. I had done one years ago with Brad Adams, and I thought, well, this is this is okay. Uh, and the one with Busby sounded all right the other day. So, um, yeah, we'll see yeah, how it goes. Just one, one more option. But get back to work, man. All right. See you later. All right. See you. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Gridlife and say hello. Hello.